What is it you want? Real estate. It's the Red Hot Real Estate Show, where we can all find out how's it going for buyers and sellers in the real estate market. I have died and gone to real estate heaven. Looking to move? Hoping to sell? Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she is here, your host from the Red Hot Real Estate Group, Miss Mimi Shoneman. Mimi, so happy to have you in here on this next, uh, this recent edition of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Thanks for joining us again. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're all lost. bright. Oh, I yeah. just got to describe for the whole world. <laughs> She's she's very colorful today, Miss. Thank Shannon. you very much, very yes. much. You know, this is usually my mo. Once we get into this type of year, I try to bring as bright cl- colors as possible. Are you a fall? I am very much a fall. I'm you know, a I like this kind of thing. Are you a winter? I'm a winter. So that means that you are warm and cozy. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, what about our friend Phil Olson? Would we consider him a? I think he's more of a summer normally. F- Phil, what are your colors? Uh, um, yeah. uh, uh, my colors are purple and orange. Oh, then he's kind of a fall too. He's kind uh, of a, maybe yeah. he's a spring. You know, you remember those like uh, candy color shorts he wore that one time? <laughs> I think he's a purple and an orange because of sports teams. I don't normally. even know what that <laughs> is. I think, purple I think and that's, a, that's. I think he's still kind of a fall, and that, those are good. <laughs> that's a good palette for you, Mister Olson. Let's get your uh, NMLS numbers out of the way, please, Phil. NMLS two three eight one zero three. Company NMLS three zero two nine. Cross country mortgage. Wonderful. Now I know you both have been really busy out there, and it's especially if you were sitting there going, "Is this the time to go out there and decide to buy a home or refinance your home?" All of those things are still in play right now, right, Phil and Mimi? Listen, it's so it's very active mm-hmm. in right. a positive way, which is is uh, really sh- shocking to be coming into November and it be so active. But I really think, Phil, and you can tell me what you think. Is that because of the shutdown in the in the spring that this is just delayed reaction? What do you think, Phil? Uh, I think I think you're right somewhat on that, Mimi. I would also say that because interest rates have hit historical lows, that's brought a lot of people out of the woodwork to either sell their house, upgrade, downgrade, refinance. Um, I mean, we're seeing lots of pressure on the market in that price point between 150 and 350 because interest rates are so favorable right now. Right. You know, I was just having a conversation with a girlfriend yesterday and she uh, she was going to be refinancing. And I told her she needed to do so because right. I sold her her house. And, you know, so I went back and I looked at her old interest rate and I looked at one of the rates I think Phil quoted last time, 2.75, and she was going to save over $1,000 a month. And she, wow. I said, why haven't you done this already? We talked about this a month ago. She goes, I've been so busy. I'm like, girl, you, are you could buy your own money. another house for what you could save. <laughs> exactly. You know, exactly. right, Phil? You know what I'm talking about. $1,000 a month. Are you kidding me? Right, Phil. You're saying that's 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 a, that's a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, you're the average. The average that I'm seeing across the board of the clients that are calling me, and a lot of people are calling me, and they they bought their house last year, or they bought it within the last three years, and I'm literally saving people anywhere between two hundred to five hundred dollars a month on their mortgage payment. Now, for those that are have stayed in their house longer than five years. I'm trying to help them out by looking at other options, such as a 25, a 20, or a 15. And that's where you really start seeing uh, a big difference in savings. 
Well, that's what uh, I... especially when you go when you go from a thirty year fix to a fifteen year fix, you're saving sometimes well over a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. But you're still saving every month. Mm-hmm. So that's what I talked to her about. I'm like, so not only are you if you just went from a thirty to a thirty, will you save a thousand dollars because you're gonna get rid of PMI and you're gonna lower your mortgage payment and you've already paid some off. So there's that, but you, you could go down to a 15 and still pay less than what you're paying right now. I think one of the things we were also talking about is when you guys are working with this overall uh, con- a conversation about making your future as stable as possible when you're looking at those numbers, like we were just talking about Social Security and how that's something that's going to be in flux. And so if you can do something right now to save yourself some money so you can put that money away for yourself later, why wouldn't you? A hundred percent. Yeah. Unless you just got free cash to throw off the bridge. Right. Which how many of us have that? If you do, please show up here. Right. Or at least tell me what bridge you're throwing it off so I can get underneath the bridge and catch it. Because me and Phil and Miss Shannon, we got buckets. Right, Phil? We catching some cash. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I've got a a giant pickup. I'll just open up the back and let it jump in there. And me. I'll borrow your butterfly nets. I'm ready. <laughs> I am ready. Yes. You know, one of the other things I think it was interesting is when we were looking at what's going on with the market and you guys are still talking about how the fact that the inventory is still really low and that's why you really need to be on this game and planning ahead so you are most able to make the deal when you see and find the house that you're interested in. So here's the beautiful thing that's happening right now to me in my world is people are, they've decided I can work from anywhere And I'm getting lots of phone calls, and I know, Phil, you are too, because we're working with some of the same people. They're like, yep, I can work wherever I want, and I don't want to be here. I'm going someplace else. I'm going to Phoenix. Mm -hmm. I'm going to Duluth. I'm going to Texas. I'm going to Hawaii. Right. We're out of here. And, you know, this early snow didn't help anything. I'm sure. And, you know, I'm like, hallelujah, amen, can I get in your moving truck, (laughs) Phil? Here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing people buy properties in the rural areas and install in-ground pools, and uh-huh. they want acreage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I've got two clients that want to have horses. So, uh, I mean, we're, we're really seeing it, it's a gravitation, I think, because of COVID. Uh, people want their space. Right. Well, they want to be where they want to be. That's a fact. Yeah. And they also are seeing that their current housing situation might not meet their new needs right and you know and especially if you are in a house where your interest rate was in the fours mm-hmm. and now you can get it in the two and a halfs how much how much what is that like 15 percent or 20 percent buying power that they have over what they used to have because one one percent interest is 11 percent buying power so i don't know you do the math phil that's your that's your realm well, guess what? You hit it right on right on the head there, Mimi. I'm seeing people having far more purchasing power to where they're actually able to buy the things that they want. Right. And with with some of the government stimulation, the PPP out there, uh, they're they're getting themselves better off financially for those that are still working. For those that aren't working, I feel terrible for them, but hopefully the government's gonna come out with a new stimulus plan to help them out. Right, right. But I do think it also makes sense that, you know, what you were both saying about, well, maybe since we can work anywhere, some people are going to warmer or different climes, climes, but also what Phil said, that you're like, I don't have to worry about that commute right now. 
So maybe I'll do the best of both worlds. If I'm working from home, I might as well have more space for me and my family so we're not on top of each other. Yes. And, you know, we're hearing people talk about light rail and how important that is and how much money they're saving in gas. And some people are going down to one car per family Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they have those options and all that money that they're saving that can be put toward their purchase. And the beautiful thing is that if you have the wherewithal to be able to buy first and sell second, then you get to shop with, with less pressure. And then you put the house on the market. Right. We market it, we sell it, and boom. Right, Phil? I, I think I've probably used that buy first, sell second strategy with you multiple times this year. I'd probably say I've probably already used it somewhere between 30 to 40 times over the course of the year. Right. And it, it really relieves a lot of stress for, for their those buyers out there right. because they're not worried about being dis being not not having a place to live. Mm-hmm. They're able to get their house ready to show ready. And and right now it used to be that people wanted the house with furniture in it when you showed it. Now people I think really want the house to be completely empty. What are you seeing out there, Mimi? You know, I think that there are two different camps. I think that some people really need to see it empty so they can imagine their own things in it. And then some people are super visual and they would really like to see furniture placement. And so that's where when we do the virtual staging, we can put furniture in so you can see it empty and staged at the same time. So it's a, a nice combination. Um, you know, Phil, for those people who are, are calling these iBuyers, I'm just going to put this out there right now. Talk to me and Phil about this first. We can save you thousands of dollars in selling traditionally through myself and with Phil. We are professionals. We can walk you through the steps all the way through from the beginning to the end. And you don't have to be stressed during your sale. Right. And it's not as scary as you might think with COVID. Mm-hmm. We have processes in place. Right, Phil? I, to- I totally agree. You know, uh, the advantages of working with a, a premier real estate agent, a top mortgage loan officer, you're, you're really being presented the best of the best, and we're going to look out for your best interest. Uh, trying to sell your house on your own or using the iBuyer system, I, I don't really advocate it because I, I've seen people, they're, they're leaving money on the table. Right. And there's hidden costs that that you may not be aware of that uh, sneak up on you during the uh, during the time that's the inspection period. They use different language than that. But when we come back, Phil, we're going to start talking a little bit about um, escrows and prepaids. And we've got a wonderful, phenomenal house in Woodbury for our uh, Red Hot House of the Week that we'll be talking about. We're also willing to take your calls. You can be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Mimi Shoneman and Phil Olson. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I am Michelle and my good friend over there jamming to that song. That's my friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group. Also on the phone, Phil Olson. If you want to be part of the show, if you've had any questions, you just been about anything to do with your, your home, potentially putting your home on the market. If you want to refinance, today is a great day to call. And on top of everything else, for every call we get during this year, Phil Olson has agreed to donate $25 to the American Cancer Association for every caller till the end of 2020. So be part of that. Call us at 651-641-1071. Well, I want to tell everybody, I'm just going to go ahead and tease you about the 
Red Hot House of the Week. Mm-hmm. You can text one four zero five six three to the number two five six seven eight for photos, details, and all kinds of information about it. And we'll talk about it next break. But we've got so many things posted on the show page. Right. Um, we've got a new video, things to avoid after applying for a mortgage, which Phil and I could do a whole show of right. to that. But there's a new video on there for that. And you can also go and see how much your house is worth. So mm-hmm. be sure and check out some of those links. So Phil... Um, Before the break, we started talking about what we're going to be covering during the show. And we kind of sometimes deviate from the plan because we get excited about it. Exactly. Um, But we're just following up from our previous show that we had together. And we didn't finish that material, which the second part was supposed to be about prepaids and escrows. But before we get into that, we talked about during the break, I said, hey, Phil, run some numbers for me because math excites him. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Anyway, you know, you have to make make him happy. Um, so I said, run some numbers on a $300,000 house, changing the interest rate from four and a half down to his lowest rate this past week, which he said was two and a half. And so, Phil, tell everybody what the savings would be on that. All right. On a 30-year fix going from 4.5%, $300,000 loan amount. And folks, this is applicable with a purchase. It's applicable with a refinance. It'd be the same with a construction loan. So at 4.5%, the consumer's principal and interest payment is fifteen twenty one. Now we compare that at 2.5%, that payment drops down to eleven eighty six. a total monthly savings of $335. And yes, Mimi was right. For every 1%, it's about 11% reduction. The overall reduction here was 22% for the consumer. Wow. And this is what we're talking about, about the consumer having more purchasing power to be able to go and find that home that they really want. So we're so let's just do the reverse math of that. So let, let's just say when the last time somebody shopped for a house, the interest rate was four and a half, and they could only qualify for three hundred. How much can they qualify for now? They qualify for four hundred. Are you serious? Did you just hear that? $100,000. So for those people who couldn't find or didn't find what they wanted at 300, that just changed your life. Exactly, because we've been talking so much about how inventory is so tight. So why not give yourself more inventory to look at with that broader amount of money? Oh, man, Phil. Sorry, I lied, guys. It's about 80000 because you're figuring about $4 per thousand. Still. Yeah, so hey, I'll take instead that. Instead of 300 they're buying 380 That's amazing still. Still, that's a lot, lot more wiggle room there. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That is life-changing. Yes. For real. Because you get stuck in pockets right now. Right. You know, there's only so much inventory up to 300000 It's just not, there's just not much. Mm-hmm. And if you wiggle yourself over the finish line. Right. Maybe you find exactly what you want. Right. For if the same own, money. Now you have 350000 and maybe that might make the all all the difference in the world. For Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Okay, well, now I'm excited. Right. Maybe <laughs> I should have been in a math, better math student. I don't know. See, you're, nope. beginning to like, you're beginning to like numbers too, Mimi. See, <laughs> you're becoming a numbers nerd like I am. Hey, listen, I'm the one that popped that 11% stat right out of the yeah. old nugget here. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> even if you aren't great at it, we got friends like Phil. That's all right. I can like, get excited by his answer. So I can get can, excited right? about the dollars. Are you kidding? <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. If I can tell one of my clients that they 
can like do this because of the way interest rates are, oh, it's a happy day. Right. Well, I do want to go to the phones, remind everybody you can be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show at 651-641-1071. So right now we have Alicia on the phone. Alicia, thanks for calling the Red Hot Real Estate Show. What is your question for Phil and Mimi? Hi, Alicia. What's your question for Phil and Mimi? Um, My question is that uh, we have a house that uh, a deceased family member owned. He he still had a mortgage on it. Um, He passed away, obviously, and had given us the house to take over. I'm just wondering, as far as, like, to get it into our name, what does that involve? And will we still have the same interest rate that's currently on and all that kind of stuff? Okay. Thank you for the question, Alicia. Are you planning on keeping the house or selling the house? Um, for now, keeping it. Okay. Phil, um, Alicia, do you know, are you in probate? Um, I haven't heard of that one yet, so I'm going to assume no. Okay. Did they have a will or do you have anything called letters testamentary? No, he didn't have any of that. Okay. Well, we probably need to have a conversation about it offline, but Phil, what's, what's, what do you say? Well, I mean, I think you're going down the right path here, Mimi. I think potentiality, we have to figure out the chain of title, and there could be a probate situation. Um, hopefully there was a will, uh, but as long as the, the property is conveyed to her, once you have full legal ownership of that property, your choices are you can continue to make the mortgage payment, you could refinance if it's at a much higher interest rate, you could sell the property, but just don't assume that the house is legally yours just because it's been passed down. You still have to have the necessary legal paperwork, and that's where uh, talking with Mimi and myself offline, we can probably help you and guide you. Okay. Because there's a little bit to the whole, you know, inheriting thing. I'm working with a client right now that, you know, you have to make sure you've got all of the ducks in a row because you can't, for instance, if you knew you were going to sell it, you'd want to make sure you had that legal right to do so. Um, so there's kind of a process that we would probably recommend that you go through. And we can talk a little bit more at length about that, Alicia, if, if you'd like. Okay. And Alicia, thank you very much for calling. We do, you know, we are sorry for your loss and hopefully we can help get some of the, 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 uh, the, the drama of figuring out how to get this closure for you is taken care of. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I can imagine. We went through a a probate situation with my grandmother's house back in the day and it's, it's it's a lot. It's stressful. It is. It's a lot to kind of figure out, you know, what do we do next when you're in the grieving process? So thank you for sharing that. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. So, Alicia, we'll give a shout to great, her. Great, great, crash, great, great question, Alicia. And Sonny has her information. Yes, okay. and I just think that it's always difficult when we're dealing with that because we were talking about how we do have a number of, of, of people in our family that we're trying to help age in place, but then that also means, well, what do you do if, unfortunately, you do have these scenarios where you're, what would we like to do with the home, what happened, what was in their interest, what was in our interest, and dealing with all of those in your, yeah. your family planning as well. It's, it's a, a lot. lot of moving pieces, and mm-hmm. especially just the, just the sorting through the things. Yeah. Right, Phil? I mean, it's a, it's a yeah. mental, it, it, it takes a lot of mental power just to right. do that, and then to figure out the right way to do the paperwork and make sure that you're handling it properly so that you don't do anything inadvertently that you shouldn't do. Right, Phil? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, believe it or not, my children and I, we're, we're still going through a probate issue based on the passing of my wife. Right. And uh, that, uh, that's been now 10 months, and, and there was a will, but yet there's still a probate. So it's messy. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. that happens because of uh, it's complicated, but you could just have one simple thing not be exactly as it should be and throw a whole estate into probate, correct, Phil? Believe it or not, with our situation, there was one question that wasn't answered and wasn't filed, and because that one question was not answered, it caused it to go into probate. So it's complicated. Um, And Alicia, thank you for sharing that story with us. And we'll continue talking about real estate and some of the definitions of prepaids and escrows when we come back. Right. We'll also take your call. You can call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Mimi Shoderman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group, also on the line. Phil Olson from Caliber Home Loans. Now, we have this really... Uh, Caliber? From cross, sorry, from Cross Country Mortgage. Our real <laughs> friend from Cross Country Mortgage. I need to look down before I start talking. My apologies, Phil. Cross Country Home, uh, home Loans. Uh, cross Country Home Loans. Okay, so yes. that sounder always makes me want to go to Jamaica. Does it? But, but we're going we're to Woodbury. Going to Woodbury. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. not, Yo, not, as, not as warm, but not. it's still hot. Exactly. Yeah, so we have a hot house for you, y'all. Not mm-hmm. even kidding. 7148 Glen Ross Road in Woodbury. And you can text 140-563 to 25678 for all the details. But let me just tell you about okay. it. Oh, it is so nice. And this is an estate. So Ooh. I have been with them as they've gone through the whole yeah, process of so getting much. the house ready. And it has been so much and is so fulfilling when you go from the beginning to to seeing it just like this. And the pictures are beautiful. So we've got um, one level living, three bedrooms on the main, two baths, and it actually has uh, a jetted step-in tub in the main floor bathroom it's got an updated white kitchen with new luxury vinyl plank new carpet throughout the whole main level fresh beautiful grayish paint everything is so neutral and open and it has two living rooms on the main floor so seriously y'all you could just live right there on the main floor but you've got a finished basement where you could add equity by uh, making up one window just a little bit deeper to make it egress. And it's got a cool little happening 70s party bar down right. there. And it's got a jacuzzi and a, and a sauna and two finished rooms. One could be a phenomenal homeschool room, movie theater, etc. So good. Priced at three twenty five, and it is still available. So do not delay. Call us 651-578-2218. And it's just wonderful when you hear about properties like this because you were able to help the, prom- the family go through this estate process, but then update it so that it'll be brand new and fresh for whoever moves into it now. You know what? Everybody thinks that the process is so daunting, but not when you have people that can help you through the process. And sometimes... What we did with this particular seller, we said, do these things and you can get this price. Do these things and you get that price. Right. So it's not a fixed number and sell it as is. So there are lots of choices with different properties. Phil? I would I would uh, tell you it sounds like a lovely property and um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's sold this week. 
100 percent so don't wait they do move quick they do move quick and so now we want to go to our friend phil from cross country (laughs) oh i'm gonna get it right don't worry phil phil i know that you are always full of amazing stories when you're out there helping people so do you have an amazing story for us right now sure do calling it the save of the month here we go have a client client calls me about possibly refinancing their 250,000 conventional loan that was on an arm, which is an adjustable rate mortgage. Their current rate was 4.375, and they had four more months before their loan was going to adjust to a higher rate. Here was the problem. The client didn't make enough money. Their income had been reduced due to COVID, and they didn't qualify. So, ta-da, I come up with a solution. That solution is we brought on a non-occupant co-borrower. In other words, we put a relative on the loan. And with that, we were able to reduce the debt-to-income ratios into the qualifying range. And she is refinancing at this point in time down to a 20-year fixed 2.625%. She's saving a whopping $89,000. And this is a client that had already called two other lenders, and both other lenders said, there's nothing you don't can't do. Your debt-to-income ratios are too high. And that's the difference when you work with somebody like Phil, is that a lot of times you'll get a no, and you're like, but how about a here's how you can or do it this way? And you always find multiple ways to get something done for them, Phil. That's amazing. Phil, tell, tell me and everybody that's listening why you were able to do to get a yes where two others were only able to get a no. Um, I think it comes down to uh, product knowledge a lot. Keep in mind, um, every loan originator is only as good as their product knowledge. Right. And, and that's where I really think I, I, I'm, I'm at the top level in that because every day I, I try to read 30 minutes to an hour of strictly guidelines. Mm-hmm. And because my mind is able to remember these and actually you know, catalog them in my mind, I'm able to bring other solutions to the table for the consumer very quickly. So I think that's that kind of sets me aside amongst other things from other loan originators and other mortgage companies out there. And so when 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 you told them, yes, I can do this and this is how we're going to do it, what was their reaction? Why was why couldn't the other lender do it? Mm-hmm. And my only comeback is the only comeback is either they don't have the product or they don't know about the product, right. or they don't know how to they don't know how to use the pro- product to help a consumer. And how much did you save them again? I saved them eighty nine thousand dollars. Wow! You know what? Mm-hmm. When you save somebody eighty nine thousand dollars, what do you you know? How do you even thank somebody for that? Right. <laughs> Is that like a cookie? I know. <laughs> they got him a gift card. They yeah. probably got him a gift card okay. at least to start with. No, yeah. I mean you'll at least you you know I I don't think you want to go as far as name their next kid after Phil, but. If well, I get a pet, I'll name it Phil. Listen, if I get it, nobody yeah. so far has named anybody Mimi, and I've been really <laughs> perturbed about it. To tell you the truth, um, I've got nieces, nephews, not not even a cat. Oh, really? Yeah, namesake. Next time we get a pet, you that'll be the first name we okay, pick. Okay, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I feel better. About you're it. quite welcome. Okay, it'll be the first one. Maybe if I get a stuffed animal first, we'll take care of that too. Mm. Is that enough? No. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. All yeah. right. I just wanted to test my boundaries there. Yeah. So, but, you know, anyway. I think when we're talking about it, a lot of what you do, Phil, is that you were talking about 
you do the legwork and the homework to stay up on all of these things. And sometimes that's keeping track of some of the other procedures and settlements and those other things that are out there so that you can then tell me as the potential borrower what it's like, right? See, here's the thing. Go ahead, Phil. No, go ahead, Mimi. So here's, here's the thing. This is where the public thinks that you go to a, a website, you press a button, do a couple things, and you get something spit out at you. Real estate and mortgage are not commodities. Right. They are not exactly the same from person to person. They are not. And so that's why having years of experience is helpful. That's why being able to think out of the box in Phil's tagline, he's a mu- uh, mortgage puzzle solver mm-hmm. it is so important because right. he's solving these puzzles eight hours a day, 24 seven, almost mm-hmm. right, Phil. That's why you have, I don't sleep. That's why you have, <laughs> I don't sleep. I, do, I just eyes. do mortgages. <laughs> Dude, dude's got some hound dog eyeballs right now, but I do appreciate knowing that I have somebody that is an expert in this to be able to explain all of these things to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Phil. What else you got? Let's talk about prepaids and escrows before we never get to that. Um, so let's sure. start, let's start out by talking about per diem. You tell everybody what that is and why they need to know about it. Per diem is the amount of interest that you're going to pay from the date of closing to the first of the following month. So on a typical month, we have 30 days. Let's say we close on the 15th. In that situation, the consumer from the 15th, when they purchase their home, and it's really only applicable, well, it's applicable on a refinance as well, but basically when they close their loan, they are going to end up being charged for what's called per diem, and that's the interest per day that you're charged on the loan with the understanding the following month, you're not going to have to make a mortgage payment. Okay, so that's why sometimes when people get it in their head, they're all fixated about the lease, the lease, the lease that they have with their landlord. Mm-hmm. And we remind them, you're going to be prepaying your interest, your per diem, and so you get to skip a month. So there's right. a little bit of wiggle room there, and that is the thing I think people don't remember. And so it allows a little bit of comfort for those renters out there, Phil. The other thing they need to remember, though, is when they sell their house or they refinance their house and they're looking at their mortgage statement, they need to always understand that the mortgage statement is 30 days in the rears. Okay. So if the statement says 150000 and your mortgage payment is, uh, say, it's 1500 I would then estimate the mortgage payoff at being 151000 So I'm actually padding that payoff. Okay. Yes, and then when people are selling, we use what's called a seller estimated net sheet so that we're able to tell folks what they can expect to walk away with if it sells at different price points. And we use a title calculator to go in based on a certain date so that we can give you a very good estimate of what you can expect if you sell on a certain date. And that's really helpful for people to know. But we also have to know what your payoff is. Right. So um, it can't be 100% unless we know that number. All right, Phil, what's the next one? Mortgage insurance premium, MIP. Talk about that. The MIP, the MIP is a one-time fee. It's only applicable 
on government loans. Okay. So under under FHA, you're going to pay a 1.75% fee to the federal government, which doesn't have to be paid at closing, and it's 1.75% of the loan amount. Okay. Now, if you compare that, if you compare that to a VA loan, a first-time usage is 2.125%. Mm-hmm. A second a second usage, meaning you're using your VA again, could be a 3.33%. Then again, if you're doing what's called a VA Earl, it could be at a half a percent. And last but not least, if you're using a USDA loan, it would be at 1%. So, 1% of $200,000 loan, you're going to pay the government $2,000 just to originate that loan. Okay. Where does this become important? It becomes important when I'm sitting with a consumer, I'm talking with a consumer, looking at all the different programs and how my mind works is how can we get, how can we drive down closing costs? How can we drive down fees and how can we drive down interest rate to allow the consumer to have one options and two for me to be able to tell them where they're going to get their biggest bang for their buck. And instead of just going to one institution and here's their programs, I'm able to look at a plethora of programs over 70 different institutions in the United States. And I'm able to compare them and present the consumer with lots of options. Well, Phil, I know you and I have recently worked with a client that is a veteran And that particular person had a partial disability. And so there's some savings for veterans that have that status, correct? Yep. With any veteran that is disabled through the VA, automatically the VA funding fee is automatically waived. And that veteran can use their VA home mortgage uh, product for the rest of their life. And they'll never, ever pay the VA funding fee to the federal government. Now, that being also said, veterans also can get what's called reduced. It is property taxes. And that and they what ends up happening there is once they purchase their home, they go to the veterans VA administrator at the county. They present their DD Form 214 along with their disability paperwork. And dependent on the, the degree of disability, the county will then reduce that property taxes for that veteran. So um, when we come back from this, Phil, I want to follow up with a little bit about options for veterans before we move into the next uh, topic of home insurance. So uh, we welcome all of our listeners to give us a call. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071 and streaming on MyTalk1071.com. I'm Ms. Shannon here with my good friend Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group. And Mimi, I just want to remind everybody that we did talk about that red hot house last break. If you are looking for a great, great house over in Woodbury, make sure that you text 140563 to the number 25678. That's 25678. So you can get all the information on this house because this house is available right 
right now, Mimi. We it want is, people to go and check it out. Absolutely. Right. Check it out. So you can get all of those photos, those listing details, all the information right there to your phone, in your hand, and just go, ah, I could be there. Yes. Yeah, that'd it's be great. It's not too late. Right. So we've been covering some great information, courtesy of our friend Phil Olson, who does all the math for us. It's good to have one of those I people know. in your back pocket. I did math. Oh, you did? You math-ished. You I, did some math-ish. I did the math. Everybody <laughs> can go back to the podcast and hear the... Here that I clearly said 11%, and I was right. I'm not taking it away from you. Girl. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm glad that you managed you to You get the trophy for the day there, Mimi. Exactly. We're mm-hmm. good. I am not trying to diminish your math skills. I'm, I'm just saying you. that normally we don't bother because we have Phil. That's right. all I'm saying. You get so much joy Exactly. So I don't want to also want to dash his joy and, and harsh his squee. When he normally gets so excited when we let him do all the numbers for us. So I'm just saying, that's his thing. Okay, fine. Okay, all right. All right, fine. He can have it. I feel we were talking about, I mean, a lot of these things, you know, I've bought, this is the the second house that I bought. And still when I start talking about escrows and all of those other things, I'm still like, wait, wait a minute. What did I... What did oh. I say I signed myself up for with the escrow? A lot what of times that? you're just like, just show me where to sign. Exactly. I don't want to know. And then just... let me sign the stack of things yes. and I can have the house be mine and then I'll figure it out later. And then you forget to look later. And give and me it the keys. Exactly. And the garage door Right. Opener. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about all of these things, what are escrows again, Phil? Escrows are the monies that are put in reserve for your taxes, your insurance, and your per diem. Okay. So I would tell you 99% of consumers will escrow for taxes and insurance unless you're putting 20% down on the purchase side or if you have at least a 20% equity position in your home at time of refinance. Okay. Now, to be honest with you, though, there are people out there that pay their own taxes and their own insurance, and uh, you run the numbers, it's roughly around three to four grand, and you're going to put that in your checking account, and you're going to make point zero zero one. Mm-hmm. I don't see the real benefit of it is escrow, not escrowing for taxes and insurance. Right? I agree but it's a way you. that the mor- the mortgage servicer then, once that account is established, when taxes are due and when insurance is due, they're automatically going to pay it. So it's actually collected in your monthly payment. And then it's stripped out of that monthly payment, put into an escrow account. Mm-hmm. And that's where the mortgage servicer will pay the taxes and insurance when they're due. Okay. And we don't have to worry about it. Do we just, as a homeowner, then get a receipt that says that these things are handled? Or how do you know that that actually has occurred? Great question. You're going to get a monthly statement from the county. Okay. Every, well, not monthly, but every six months. Gotcha. You will notice on that, you will notice on that statement that it says you're escrowed. Mm-hmm. You will get a homeowner's insurance binder on the anniversary date of your mortgage. So in other words, if you closed in, let's say January, well, the following year, your homeowner's insurance is due for the full year again, but gotcha. you will get a statement from the insurance company. The key is though, since you're escrowed, uh, those are linked with the mortgage servicer and the insurance company and the county will send the statement directly to the servicer and they will pay those funds out okay. to the appropriate parties. So, Phil, you know, let's talk about the, the prepayment of the one-year home insurance binder. Yep. Uh, all insurance companies are going to require that you prepay your insurance one year ahead of time. So you're always paying in the rears one year. And the reason that's done is to prevent the consumer 
let's say the consumer consumer doesn't make their insurance payment, at least the insurance is still carrying them through a period of time. Now, should a consumer that's not escrowed not pay their insurance, then what happens is the servicer can enforce it is homeowner's insurance on the consumer, and the the normal rate is about four times the cost of the standard homeowner's insurance. Gotcha. So you're doing yourself a favor by making sure that you go through your own personal company. Correct. And, and, and mm-hmm. people don't un- people don't understand if you don't pay your county taxes or you don't pay your insurance, more so on the county side, that the county can actually place a lien against your home and they can actually foreclose your home for not non-payment of taxation. And that is not a good day right. when that happens. And so... Um, Phil, do you see very many uh, occasions where the the insurance is forced on the consumer? Uh, very rarely. The only time it's enforced is for those that decide not to escrow. Because if you're escrowed, automatically your insurance is going to be taken care of. And that's, Matter of fact, if you're... Go I'm ahead. I'm sorry, is that for the life of the loan then? Not just the first year. It's like once I do this escrow thing for these two things... It's just taken care of for the life of the loan until I tell them to stop, right? Correct. Gotcha. Correct. Okay. And the standard standard rule of thumb is if you escrow and you want to remove escrows down the road, it's normally pretty easy as long as you've shown the ser- servicer that you've made your payments on time. Okay. And that all that you have to do to do that is just to call in and request it, Phil? Correct. And I don't know why anybody would. I'm not going to. I just I wanted to say. Right? I mean, yeah. I know I that, agree with you. that there are financial people out there that might say it may be Dave Ramsey. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm telling you, for my own personal peace of mind, it's it's worth it every whatever minimal interest just because you don't have to think about it. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, Phil, let's talk about go circle back to our veterans again. So I know that sometimes veterans uh, have the mindset, at least the ones that I've worked with, that the VA product is always the way for them to go. But you and I have worked with some people that we've talked with. Well, maybe the the VA is not the way to go. Maybe uh, you using FHA or USDA is a better option for them, or even if they have the wherewithal to go to, to a conventional product. Yeah, I mean, uh, it really comes down to the circumstances. What is the client trying to accomplish? But let me give you an example. We, I had a client that wanted to go VA, was going to buy a $400,000 home. Uh, they were not a disabled veteran per the VA, and this was a subsequent use, uh, meaning they were going to be charged 3.33% on a $400,000 loan. You're literally giving the VA $13,000 just to originate that loan. Now, I showed them a conventional loan product, Yes, the rate was a quarter percent higher, meaning I believe it was like $30 a month higher. But if you take 30 and divide it into 13,000, that's a really, really big number. So the the consumer was far better off going with a conventional loan versus a VA in that scenario. And I think that, you know, that's the nice thing when we start talking about options, especially when we're, we're trying to find a zero down solution. USDA is a wonderful product, too. And seriously, only 15 minutes to Hudson is where it starts. And you can also get it in different uh, boundaries within Minnesota as well. Right, Phil? Exactly. If you if you draw a line from about Forest Lake up 
you draw a line at a brown red wing in the south across the state, uh, you're getting into what I would call USDA territory. Uh, on the other side of Minnetonka, if you go to the far, far left side of Minnetonka, you also go get, start running into USDA territory. But if you're in the 13-county metro area, that program is not valid. Okay. Now, Phil, let's talk just one one minute about uh, title bundle fees. Okay. Okay. Title bundle fees, what is normally, what are the fees that you're going to see from title? Uh, I would tell you every title company has multiple different fees, but if I were to take a look at overall cost, comparing one loan with a title company versus another, they're all within about a $100 to $200 range. But you could have such things as exam fees, recording fees, plat, government fees. I mean, there's so many different fees, and that's when, when I'm talking to a title company, I'll say, so what is your bundled fee? Now, the bundled fee is for what the cost is to do the mortgage, but understand there's also two other fees on a purchase. You have what's called a lender's policy and you have what's called an owner's policy. Your lender's policy basically covers the lender. You're always going to have to pay that fee. Then there's what's called an owner's policy. That covers the consumer in case of a defect in title. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, maybe what a defect in title could be? Yeah, 100%. Um, so what that would look like is if uh, somebody from the past came forward and said that they have a right to the property, that they've got a, a deed, and uh, that they own it, that you that you that they're going to take it from you. And so if you have the owner's title policy, that covers you from that sort of situation from happening. And then the title insurance will go to pay for defense. Because normally that should have been through the whole discovery process when you're purchasing the house. They would have been able to see those kind of things if there was somebody else out there. There's a million times that you don't see things on what we can see. Right. And the title company, when they run their search, they see it. Phil? Right. All right. Let me give you the following example. Mr. and Mrs. Smith sell their home. But prior to selling their, their, their home, they work with ABC title tiling company. Mm -hmm. ABC tiling company came in and did a $10,000 renovation of their home, but Mr. and Mrs. Smith never paid them. ABC title company then files what's called a mechanics lien against the property. Unfortunately, the county loses the paperwork and eventually finds the paperwork down the road. Next thing you know, Mr. and Mrs. Olson, who purchased the home, get a knock at the door they get served from the county with a lien from ABC Title Co Tile Company for $10,000. And because the consumer did not choose to go with an owner's policy at time of purchase, you're now on the hook for that $10,000 lien against the home. And so the lesson there is to always get title insurance. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is worth the cost of the peace of mind. Right, Phil? Correct. And just understand it's a one-time fee. You're only paying that at close. Okay. If you have any mortgage or real estate questions during the week, be sure and reach out to us at Mimi at MNRedHotRealEstate.com or Phil at CallPhilOlson.com. And you can call 651-578-2218. Make sure you also check out our show page. It's MyTalk1071.com. Keyword, Red Hot. Thanks, Phil and Mimi.